0: 1 Kings chapter number 6 starting with verse 1. And it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel was come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month Ziph, which is the second month, that he began to build the house of the Lord. And the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was three score cubits, and the breadth thereof was twenty cubits, and the height thereof was thirty cubits. And the porch before the temple of the house, twenty cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of narrow lights. And against the wall of the house he built chambers round about, against the walls of the house round about, both of the temple and of the oracles. And he made chambers round about. The neithermost chamber was five-cubit broad, and the middle was six-cubit broad, and the third was seven-cubit broad. For without in the wall of the house he made narrow rest round about that the beams should not be fastened in the wall of the house. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone made ready before it was brought thither, so that there was neither hammer nor axe nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building." And I would like to minister to you a while from this thought today, the ready stone, the ready stone. Father, we praise you again. God, I thank you again this day, God, for your goodness and your mercy and your blessings upon us, O God. And I thank you for your kindness and your presence that we feel in this place, God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything that you do. You are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and you are the door. And I ask you, dear God, to lead us and guide us and direct us in every way this day. And we give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. The ready stone. Amen. One of the things we find throughout scripture as you begin to see it and follow the details of God is that he's very detailed in his instructions to building of anything that is associated with him. When we look at Genesis 6 and we began to see God's instructions to Noah of the building of the ark, we see how detail God is in laying out the plan for his people, amen, to be saved. We see also in the tabernacle in the wilderness that God began to give Moses uh, the plans and the layout for the tabernacle in the wilderness, how important and how layout and how detailed God is. And today, as we're reading here, that we see that Solomon is beginning to build the temple Uh, of the Lord, and we see how detailed God is with that as well. David writing in Psalms 127 says, Except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain that build it, except the Lord keeps the city, the watchman, but waketh in vain. God has to build this house in order for it to be right. He gives us the details. He gives us the plans of how he wanted it to be built, and therefore we must follow the plans of God. David asked the question, who is God? Save the Lord, and who is a rock? Save our God. Amen. We need to understand that the stones were made ready before they was ever bought unto the temple. It is a shadow. It is a foreshadowing Of you and I to let us know that we have to be prepared before we ever get there. Amen. We have to have some things transpire within our lives if we're going to be placed into the temple that God has already made for us. Uh, To have us ready, we are going to have to go through a process. We've got to realize there's going to be some things that's going to come against us. There's going to be some things that's going to have to be taken away from us, there's going to be some chisels and some work that's going to transpire in our lives, amen, in order for us to be ready to be placed where God desires for us to be praised. In the temple of Almighty God. Jesus said unto them, amen, as he began to read in Matthew 21, 42. Have you never read in the scripture the stone which the builders rejected? The same has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Amen. Jesus Christ, we know, is the chief cornerstone, and we are built on the foundations of the prophets and prophet, Jesus is that chief cornerstone. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that he suffered outside of the gate. Uh, Let us therefore go forth and suffer outside of the gate, that we shall be just like him. Amen. We're got to build uh, on this solid foundation uh, that Jesus has prepared for us uh, because he is the chief cornerstone and all the building grows up and fitly framed together so therefore you just can't be placed in the temple in any way you've got to be made correct uh, for what God desires to make you for the temple in the spot that he wants to place you in the temple amen and how he wants to Use you. The stone which the builder refused has become the head corn stone of the corner, the David said, and this is the Lord's work, uh, and it is marvelous in your eyes. Uh, Peter says in first Peter 1 20 and 21 for that he was foreordained uh, before the foundations of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and your hope uh, might be in God. Uh, Jesus says, Upon this rock uh, I will build my church uh, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Uh, the Lord told Moses in Exodus 25, uh, and the Lord says to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering uh, of every man that that giveth it willingly with his heart, uh, it shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take of them, gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet uh, and fine linen and goat's hair and ram's skin dyed red in the badger skin, uh, amen, and shit wood. All for the light, spices for anointed oil, and the sweet incense, onyx stones, uh, and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate. uh, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them according to all that I show thee after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof. Even so shall you make it. Uh, God wants to dwell with us uh, and everything that he desires to be made uh, has got to be made uh, according to the pattern of God. It was the onyx stone uh, when you go back to Genesis chapter 2 that was in the garden. Uh, The onyx stones, uh, that beautiful plate uh, that was laid, uh, it had a purpose uh, already preordained uh, before the world began. Amen. God knew what stone he would use to build the temple that he desired to lay in, or desired to dwell in. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2, 1 through 9, Wherefore, lay aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envious and all evil-speaking as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If so be, you have tasted that the Lord is gracious to homecoming as unto living stones uh, disallowed of men but chosen of God and precious. You also, as lively stones, uh, are built up uh, a spiritual house, uh, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted of God by Jesus Christ. uh, Wherefore it also is attained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and to them that believe on him shall not be confound. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them that stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they are appointed. But he are chosen generation, a royal priesthood a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you shall show up the praises of him which has called you out of darkness and to his marvelous light. People, Peter says you are a lovely stone and you are built upon a spiritual house, a stone that's got to be ready, a stone that's got to be made ready. That's why you're going to go through some things in your life God is getting you ready for the place you need to be placed in the temple that he's prepared for us. We've got to go through some things. Notice the stones that was going to go in the temple was fixed and ready before they ever got to the temple where they was going to be placed. It was done without so that there was no axes, there was no hammers, there was nothing heard. Amen. When it got there, it was ready to go into the exact place that it needed to go. God is preparing you and I. He's getting us ready. Peter says in First Peter 4, Beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fire trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. He says, but rejoice and that you are becoming a partaker of Christ's suffering. If you be reproached for Christ, happy are you, because the spirit and glory of God rest upon you. On their part is evil spoken of, but on your part he's glorified. God is preparing you he's getting you ready for where he wants to put you in his temple you're going to have to have some chiseling done you're going to have to have some cutting done some things are going to come into your life that god is getting you ready so, so that you can fit in the right place that he wants to put you Paul write into the church of the Hebrews in twelfth chapter, wherefore sin we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with race patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despises in the shame, and is set down at at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners. Let you be weary and faint in your own mind. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaking unto you as children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. So no Notice what he's saying here. He's saying he's giving you a wake-up call. He says, you have not resisted the blood that scribe against you, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh to you as children. My son, despise not the chastening or the correction of the Lord, and nor faint when the Lord Amen, rebuke you. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. And scourge every son whom he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God deal with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisements, where all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not? much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live, for they barely for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our prophet that we might be partakers of his holiness. You see, this stone has got to be holy if you're going to fit in to the temple that God has prepared for you. It's a process that God has ordained when the Lord told Jeremiah. He sent him down to the potter's house. And Jeremiah observed the potter, and he was doing the work on the potter's wheel. And uh, Jeremiah said in the 18th chapter, he made a vessel, but the vessel was marred. It had a crack in it. And so he pushed it down, and he made it all ways over again. Sometimes God is going to have to push us down to bring us back to what he desires of you and I to be made. So don't get angry. Don't get upset. Don't lose heart when you're going through things in your life because God is preparing the stone before it ever gets placed in the building. He's preparing you. He's trimming you just right. He's knocking off the rough edges. He knows where you've got to fit in his kingdom and in his building. So that's why Peter says, when you're going through things, rejoice, because God is getting you ready. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderations be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the the peace of God, which, pass all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. The stone is being made ready for what God is getting ready to do with you. I give myself away. So you. Can use me. He's got to knock off the rough edges. He's got to get rid of the pieces. If not, it's not going to fit correctly and to the place that he desires for you to fit. Whom he love it, he chasten it. Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you're in the rivers, they should not overflow you. See, the rivers and the waters make the stone smooth. It goes across it. You pick up a stone out of the river and see how smooth it really is. See, so sometimes you're going to have to go through the waters of depression and the rivers of depressions and the waters of afflictions uh, sometimes in your life. Uh, But when those times come, uh, this is why you've got to rejoice uh, because God is smoothing you out. Uh, It is the water. Uh, Jesus says, I'll be in you a well of water springing up uh, unto eternal life. Amen. The water will run over you. It will move smoothly, as the psalmist says in Psalms 46. God is my refuge and God is our strength. He's a very present help in the times of trouble. We will not fear though the mountains be moved and though the earth be carried into the midst of the sea. He says we will not be moved. He said there's a river, a stream, that shall make glad the cities of God, the tabernacle of the Most High, the holy place. He says God is in the midst of her, and God will help her, and that right early. Let the waters run over you. They're refreshing. Amen. They're closing. They're cleansing. They're making you ready for what God desires to make you to be in the temple. He says, when you fall past through the fires, they should not kindle thee. You You know bricks have to go in the fire? They had a process called kilning, right? They got to go in the fire in order to get tough so that they can be used for what God wants to use it for. The fire trials of your life is just might be how God is getting this stone ready to go in. Amen. And the waters of afflictions and the things that God is preparing for you. He's getting us ready. Amen. He's getting us ready. So get ready for the spot that you're going to be placed in the temple. Jesus says in Matthew 5:25 he says there was 10 virgins he says 5 of them was wise and five of them was foolish he says the five wise took their vessels and they took oil with them but the foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them and the call went out to go forth uh, to meet the bridegroom and they all had slumbered and slept Uh, and then they got up and they trimmed their lamps Uh, but when they trimmed their lamps the five foolish realized uh, their lights had gone out Uh, and as a result uh, they said to the five Wise, give us some of your oil, because our lamps is gone out. They says not so, lest there not be enough for us, but go to the cellars. And when they went to the cellars to buy, the bridegroom came, and they went into the temple. They went into the house, and he shut the door and when those five foolish came again they knocked and says open up to us he says i know you not depart from me you've got to be ready amen to be placed in the temple where god wants to be placed in his temple you've got to be ready amen for such an hour jesus says as you think not that the son of man will come. Amen. We don't know when he's coming. He's preparing for us. Jesus even said the stones which the builders rejected is made now the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in his sight. We got to be ready. No matter what I got to go through in my life, I've got to be ready for the soon coming of the Lord. Uh, He's coming back uh, for us. Amen. And we need to be ready for the coming uh, of the Lord. Amen. But not, little flock. Uh, He's coming for you. Uh, He's looking for that stone uh, that's going to be ready to be placed into the temple. Praise God. Habakkuk says in Habakkuk 2.11, "...for the stone shall cry out of the wall." And the beam of the timber shall answer it, Habakkuk 2.11. Jesus says in Luke 19.40, as he came into the city, they said, don't you hear them screaming? Why don't you make them that's following you be quiet? And Jesus says in Luke 19.40, and he answered and said unto them, I tell you that, if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. He says, if the Jews be quiet, the Gentiles uh, are going to start crying out. Uh, we are the stone uh, that is being ready, amen, to go in the temple. And so when everybody else gets quiet, uh, you should be spouting out. Uh, you should be yelling out uh, and praising Him and magnify Him and glorifying Him. For whoso offered praise glorifyeth me and to Him the order is conversational right. Well, I show the salvation of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The stone should be crying out the wall. Woo. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness for His presence with singing, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that has made us and not we ourselves. For we are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Being thankful unto Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth. And do it to all generation. The stone in the wall Are you a stone in the wall? Then you should be crying out every opportunity. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. For we have this treasure and earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We're troubled on every side, but we're not distressed. We're paraplex, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Christ might be manifested on us. Though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Our light afflictions, which worketh on us for a moment, but they're working in you a more eternal and exceeding weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. He's getting a ready stone, prepared. Where will God fit you inside of his temple? The Bible says in Psalms 95.3, Holiness becomes thine house, Isaiah 95. I mean, 93, verse 5. Holiness becomes thine house, O Lord, forever unto length of days. Holiness is thine house. Holiness becomes his house forever. Holiness is not just a one-day thing. It's not just a Sunday only. Like some people think, I'm just a Christian on Sunday. Holiness is forever. It's a process that we go through. The stone has got to be made just right. Sometimes when you feel like, man, where did that pain come from? A chisel has gone go, man, oh, where did that happen? Can you imagine what it must have been like out on Mount Rushmore? You ever seen that documentary of making of Mount Rushmore? Man, I, I stood there and watched that that thing, how they made it. Man, and that guy's he's on a rope. He's out there, big hammer and stuff, and hitting those rocks and stuff and then he put a piece of dynamite in there boom blow places up you know you would have thought everything he was making would have been blown away but he knew exactly what he was doing he knew exactly how much charge to place in that mountain and exact location of how he wanted it to be so that when it blew that rock out of there, the excess and stuff off, he knew exactly how he would want it to be. And when it's all said and done, if you go to Mount Rushmore, man, you will stand there. You will be absolutely amazed, you know, how he did all that on a rope and chisel and hammers and stuff, preparing it. Amen. But think about what God is doing in us. See, He's not using a hammer to beat you and I into position. He's using His Word uh, to come into us uh, to knock off the rough edges. Uh, he's using His Word uh, because the Word of God is quick uh, and is powerful and is sharper than any the two-edged sword, uh, piercing even to the dividers of under of soul and spirit, uh, and John and Mirrors of the Discerner of the Thoughts. Uh, and the intents of our hearts. So God is working it by his means and his ways. This is why he says, My ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts, saith the Lord. They are much higher than our ways and our thoughts. The way God is preparing us, the way God is dealing with us, our eyes cannot see. He's making us something better, something beautiful, something good. Good. All my confusions, Jesus understood all I had to offer him was brokenness and strife. But he made something beautiful out of my life. Amen. He's chiseling you just the right way. He's preparing you just the right way so that when he brings you in, he pushes you right in the spot that he wants you to be in. Because the stones were made ready without. Holiness become thine house. Holiness is a life of humility. It's being humbled. Peter says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you And do time. We want to walk humbly before him. Amen. Pride is the opposite of humbleness. We want to live in a humble state. Amen. We want to be obedient unto the word of Almighty God. We want to continue to love the way that God wants us to love. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is likened unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor... As thyself. Uh, Holiness is integrity. It's been honest. It's been pure. It's been frank. It's been open. Uh, Holiness uh, is nobility. Uh, It's a state of moral excellency within your life. Amen. Holiness is being sanctified. Uh, It's been prepared uh, for the master's use. It's been set uh, apart. And so notice what he said. Holiness becomes thine house forever. Once the stone goes in, it's there. Once God puts you in, you're supposed to be there. It's not, well, I don't think I serve God today. No. It's forever. Always. That's why he's prepares you the way that he wants you to prepare. Because it's going to be beautiful in the temple. Amen. That's why the Bible says holiness is beautiful. It's not ugly. It's beautiful. The preparing process. See, God has got to prepare you for the way that he wants you. It's not some sin or prayer. Hello? Is <laughs> It's a process. You know, I, I was, I don't, maybe God just brought that to my mind, but the center prayer doesn't work. <laughs> Hear me. You do not see that in scripture. Because if I sit here and says, okay, I want all of y'all to repeat after me. What are you doing? You're repeating after me. <laughs> You're saying what I said. You're not saying what is going on in your heart. <laughs> You're not telling God what's going on in your life. You're telling him what I said. That's not preparing you. When they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do. Peter says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call with many other words that he testified exalt exalt. said, save yourselves from this untoward generation And they that gladly received his word was baptized, and there was added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer. Amen. They got prepared. But where God was going to put them into uh, the temple uh, and where God was willing to use them. Uh, I come to tell you today, the ready stone, uh, you've got to be ready uh, for at the moment that you think not, uh, God is going to come to get his stone, uh, to be ready to place it in the permanent temple where he has prepared for you. Are you ready? Should the Savior call today? Would Jesus say, Well done, or go away? My home is for the pure. The vow can never stay. We shall see the king when he comes. Solomon placed everything the way that God had told him to build it. And God told them, I will put my name here. Amen. When we build our lives the way that God desires us to build it, he will put his name there and it will be there forever. Amen, because he desires to dwell with you and I. The stones were made ready before they ever got there. Are you ready? Are you ready? to go into your spot that God has for you in his temple. If not, let him prepare you. Let him get you ready. Now, let's stand this morning. Amen. Praise God. you're here today, you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Amen. We'll baptize you in the name of Jesus. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking in other tongues, as the Spirit of God, give the utterance, is a promise and it is a free gift to you from the Lord Jesus Christ. Is yours for the asking this morning. Amen. You just have to ask God for it. Amen. Praise God. Because he is getting ready the stones that he desire to place in his temple. Amen. Praise God. Father, we praise you again. This-